Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello, welcome to Connection Show with Brian and Nicole. I almost said Brian and Nicole, I almost got it backwards. I mean, so. I guess if we're one. <laughs> Most of the time, it's, I'm introduced as Brian's wife, so there you go. Well, see, I just realized that I pointed to you, and there's people that are listening on the radio. Oh, yeah, they can't see that. I said, I said, Brian and Nicole, almost got it backwards. They're going, what? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to connectionshow.org, you can see uh, that Him pointing at me. beautiful seam, because this is not a seamless <laughs> show by any nope. stretch. So we just welcome you to Connection Show. Welcome to another week, another episode. And we are talking about holy marriage. Batman. <laughs> week two, episode two, or part two of that. And uh, we welcome you. You can have a good and holy and godly yes. marriage, blessed in every part of it. Uh, but there's, you have to actually do some things for that to happen. What? That's what, yeah, it's. You mean you gotta work on this? It's like things that you do have an effect in your life. It's that crazy. Was, that wasn't in the contract I signed. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we just welcome you to Connection Show. You can go. Would you tell them where they can go, Nicole? <laughs> Let me tell you where you can go. <laughs> you can go to connectionshow.org. <laughs> Your head went to a bad place. You should be ashamed no, of yourself. No, it didn't. It went to all the wonderful episodes that you can go back and watch. Where did your head go, Brian? Well, it wasn't where yours was at the beginning of that. And I, yeah. He called up. I'm quick like that. You can go to connectionshow.org and catch the first episode of this. Watch this one again and again and again. And watch others. We got all different kinds of subjects that yeah. we've done in these episodes, uh, Connection Show. And when you go there, tell us where you're watching from. Yeah. Tell us what you want to hear. We want to hear from you. We want to talk about the things that help you connect yeah. with God. So yes, Amen. Whatever you want to hear about, wherever you're from, if you're giving a shout out to a place like Pleasant Garden, not Greensboro, <laughs> you can do that. It's a pleasant place, <clears throat> right? Right, you Chris, should, you should have some fans in Pleasant Garden. I should have fans in Pleasant if Garden. If you're in Pleasant Garden, for God's sake, please write in and let us know that you're watching from yep. Pleasant Garden. You should say, whoop, whoop, because Pleasant Garden isn't in Greensboro. I'm going to call Lisa and tell her, Lisa, give me a shout out. Let them know you're watching from Pleasant Garden. <laughs> that one doesn't count now. You just disqualified it. But if she's watching, that's why she heard but it. But you're telling her to do it. Well, she would do it anyways because she we loves me. <laughs> we want organic people watching and listening. Lisa is organic. She is garden grown straight out of Pleasant Garden. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I've even got the shirt that says garden grown. I do. Lisa made it. Doesn't get more organic than that. <laughs> Don't. who Y'all can't see everybody behind the set. Don't give her any more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we're just so glad that you're. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Holy marriage! That's one just of my kidding. favorite parts. We're so glad that you're joining us. That is, if anybody that did join <laughs> us is still, still with us, <laughs> we just uh, praise God for you. It's been a fun week. It's um, been fun. You amen. Because I had caffeine. That's, That's good. <laughs> and a half of a cookie. Thank you, Nana Banana. Yeah. Nana made the cookies. Deb's mom, Deb is our producer, and she, uh, her mom made cookies. They were good. Organically gourmet chocolate chip cookies. Whoa. 
And yeah. what was the other one with the applesauce in it? We're making that everybody was, hungry. Nana Banana also made applesauce sugar cookies. So they're healthier than the kinds with that bad oil. Yeah. She said, these are made with applesauce. And Nicole goes, oh, are they healthy? And she was like, healthier. <laughs> so. Trying to be a good girl. I was just checking. I ate half of a chocolate chip. Well, we um, last week we talked about the importance of having a marriage that is ordained in God, or we kind of ended with that. Yeah. We told the story about how I proposed and uh, also how uh, basically I sought after the Lord and we both sought after the Lord. Is uh, she, was she ordained to be with me as my wife by God through right. heaven? And was I ordained to be your husband? And uh, one of the things that we want to talk about today is the importance of knowing that. So a lot of times what you have in marriage is you have uh, people that basically they find something attractive, uh, be it either like a physical attraction or an attraction to common interest or a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. And um, they'll, they'll have that kind of attraction. And that's what they base their marriage off of. The problem with that is that those things can go up and down. And so most of the time when they go down, people will say, oh, well, we fell out of love. And, <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, after you have kids, your interests are going to change. <laughs> yeah. Sleep ranks a lot higher. Yeah. <laughs> There's Carry different on. priorities. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you set us straight. <laughs> you just but need to know. <laughs> there's, uh, there's definitely uh, common interests that are great and there's attractions that are a gift from God. But if that is the basis of your marriage, then it's going to be off. And ultimately, you need to make a decision for that person that is a lifelong yeah. decision. It's a lifelong choice. But that choice is going to be hard to uphold if you don't have the backing of God behind it. That's right. And so one of the things that we had in our marriage uh, since since we got married was, and even before, was that we had the backing of the Lord in our relationship. Amen. And ultimately, we spent time seeking after the Lord and seeing, what does He think about this? Does He want us to get married? Because if God doesn't, then we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot, you know. But I've found, as you know, now been pastoring uh, for you know, over nine years and counseling long before that, I've found maybe in that period of time, I've probably done, probably performed uh, 15 weddings, maybe 20, something like that. And I think in that, uh, two or three of them had actually talked to the Lord about yeah. the other person. And uh, most of those were ones that actually were going to the church. Well, and, and so, that's why so many marriages end yes. up, what is it, one in two marriages nowadays end up in divorce. Yeah. And I would say of the one in two that stay married, a vast majority of those stay married for the wrong reasons. It's, yeah. you know, they're only together for the kids, yeah. and they're more like just roommates than yes. marriages because they didn't seek God yeah. first. And, you know, I, let me just throw this out there right now because I believe that we'll have people that are, you know, now trying to go after God. They want a holy marriage. They want a blessed marriage. Uh, but they did not know these things at the beginning when they got married. And so they find themselves in a situation where, they're not equally yoked or they don't have the blessed marriage that they want. And right there is when you say, all right, Lord, but I'm going to give, because God's not one that won't, he's not a covenant breaker. 
He's not one that wants you jumping back and forth. But if you right now will seek him with all of your heart, he will be found by you and you can find him in your relationship and in your marriage now. And you can, you can trust him. Matter of fact, recently, just the other day, we had a situation uh, where somebody has been, just been believing God for their relationship to rise up. And man, right after we prayed something specifically, there comes a great moment where God yeah. just shows up and brings about some blessing in that marriage. And it was so awesome to see that joy just flood yeah. the face of this person. And uh, we just praise God for that. So don't give up. Even if you messed it up at the beginning, just seek after the Lord now and he will add to what you have and he will help to restore. God is a restorer. That's who he is. Uh, but I was, we were talking about ahead of time uh, before we started filming um, how important it was to us through those years uh, to know that God had told us to get married because as much as I liked you and loved you and as much as you liked me and loved me and we never had any huge like hateful thoughts towards each other there were some hard times on our flesh that we needed the word of the Lord through those moments praise the Lord <laughs> what do you <laughs> What you got going through your mind there? So. Let me tell you about this one time. <laughs> so, I was a mama's girl, organically grown in Pleasant Garden. <laughs> and this man I married, this man you gave me, Lord, mm -hmm. moved me away from my mama. Preach it, sister. And away from my friends mm -hmm. to this little town. Mm -hmm, That's right. In the middle of nowhere. You know I'm right. So there was months of crying because I had nobody. Then you add on the fact that I'm in the middle of nowhere with nobody but him. And most days that was enough, more than enough. Amen. But there was those some days. I don't know what days you're talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't about. remember that. When we are broker than broke. We were broker than broke. I remember that. <laughs> That's part of the reason we moved because we were broker than broke and there was free family land. Free was the price for me. Yeah. So anyway, he done made me mad. And he was wrong, wrong, wrong. For sure. For sure. For sure wrong. I don't even know what it was, but I'm sure of it. <laughs> so, I, well, we won't go there. That's good. Just, just know that I was right and he was wrong. Holy marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and we got into probably the biggest fight I ever remember of my life. In the car, coming back from, well, going to Papa John's and coming back from Papa John's. And we were living in the warehouse. In the warehouse. Yes. We lived in a warehouse. Yeah, we lived in a warehouse for the first... And an ugly house. For the first month. And then we lived in... And um, the ugly well, house was an upgrade. Between, between, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because y'all got to get this. So... After we lived in a warehouse, we worked. We had our own company. Well, his dad had his own company. We worked for Diddy, and so we turned one of the offices into a little apartment for us. So we lived in a warehouse for a while, about a month. Then after the warehouse, while we were waiting for our house to get ready, because we had a house moved, and so everything had to get connected and stuff, we lived in his Diddy's house with him and his wife and his daughter. It was a two-bedroom house, and there were a husband and a wife and a daughter and another husband and wife. 
there was not much room. It was not big. And then we moved to the ugly house where for six months we didn't have hot water. So every day we had to go. As we continue down this road. Back up. Let me just say, there's hope. There is you. hope. I'm sitting, so y'all can be like, gum. we ain't even that bad. Look at us. Holy we marriage. love each other. <laughs> no, but for six months, anytime we want to take a shower, which daily, every morning, we had to go up to the in-laws' house. I'm so glad you added the daily. <laughs> Once a month, whenever, you know, by the time you start smelling yourself again. Daily, we had to go up to the in-law's house, take a shower, and then go back and get ready for work and stuff. So anyways, one day when we are in the warehouse, we got into a big argument. And I'm telling you, you remember that? I'll have to remind you about this after this thing. Because it stuck out. Yeah. We were oh, going yeah. to go get supper. I remember. Anyway, I got real, real, <laughs> real mad. Like That's true. Southern woman mad. My face matched my hair. Anyway... During those times. I don't remember. Were we talking about uh, me buying stuff? Yes. He was able to purchase stuff. We'll just go ahead. He was able to purchase stuff. <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> but I wanted a $7 pocketbook that was on clearance clearance at Kato's. And it was adorable. I had not bought anything new since we've been married. I've been watching my money, our money. But I really wanted this. But he was buying stuff, and he told me stuff no. Stuff I shouldn't have been buying. Stuff he shouldn't have been buying. It was cigarettes. I told on myself. Okay, he was smoking cigarettes, and there were what, like three Watching and a half Captain bucks? Captain Kangaroo. No, I never saw that. <laughs> so they're like, what, three and a half bucks a pack or something at the, this point? Sounds about right. Two packs of cigarettes. All I'm asking for is one pocketbook, which is the same price as two packs of cigarettes. And he told me I couldn't do it. So I wanted to know why he can smoke cancer sticks, spend our money on cancer sticks, but I can't buy a pocketbook which carries needed stuff, you know, like his cigarettes, my keys, my wallet. He wouldn't let me do it. So I got mad, real, real mad. It's in these times. <laughs> I will corroborate that evidence. Probably the biggest one. This was in our first <laughs> few months of marriage. Yeah. So probably the biggest fight we've ever had and we were just young we were both ignorant truth be told we were both wrong because um, neither one of us were letting love guide us in that day oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in those times when you know I go back to the warehouse and I won't talk to him and I'm sitting at the desk and I'm talking to my friend on the phone from Pleasant or from Greensboro and I wasn't talking to Pleasant Garden then I was talking to Greensboro the big city and I'm just like oh Oh, no, 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 me. And talking, talking, talking. And then I had to pray. Time out right there. <laughs> he said. Time out. So, marriage advice. Don't call marriage your friends. Marriage advice moment. Don't call your friends and don't call your family. No. You and the Lord and your spouse work it out. Because, I went to second. Yeah. Because what happens is... Everybody that you've known up to that point, everybody that you've known, they want to love on you, and they're going to believe every word that's coming out of your mouth. Yep. 
And not only that, they'll probably add some of their own because they love you because they don't know if that scoundrel you got married to is right or not. <laughs> so they're going to support you and mm -hmm. even make up stuff and fill in the gaps. And they're going to tell you how, um, honey, she, he don't have the right. You know, he should have right. bought you that pocketbook. You should just go buy it and say Yeah, you should do it. And, and they're not moving for love reasons. And you need to get together with the Lord. You need to stop right then when you really don't feel like praying and you need to pray and you need to remember what the Lord did for you and you need to apply that to the other person. Most every time people will try to love on you, but the world has taught them to do it the wrong way. Yes. And most of the time, the worst thing that we could do over those years was to call our loved ones or our friends and talk about the other mm -hmm. one. It's not good. Not only that, but after time, what would happen would be I would be witnessing to you know somebody she knew her loved ones. They wouldn't listen to me for a while. It took some years to yeah. kind of clean that up because you got to think about this too. When you're in that moment, you're generally really mad because you haven't <laughs> crucified the flesh. So you're only seeing it a lot of times from one direction. Yeah. And both both of us were doing that. We were both only seeing it from our direction. Love was not involved. And so in that moment, uh, when you tell and relay this story to other people, it generally does not come across the way that it actually happened. It's very one-sided. And that's just not good. So then you go down the road a ways and you're trying to live right. Well, I remember friends and family of yours, they wouldn't listen to me. You know, and I probably didn't reach out as much. I don't think, right. I think guys don't do that as much, but I, I can remember, you know, moments where I did that too. And they probably wouldn't have listened to her if she had anything, you know, to try and lead them in good things. So what you're really doing is you're not helping the relationship by doing that. And you're pulling it down. You want somebody who will love you and be unbiased. And that generally is somebody not from your past. A yeah. pastor would be very good. Uh, if, if you're at, with a good pastor, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, because sometimes they're still biased and yeah. you have to watch that. But for the most part, if you have an unbiased pastor, that's what you want uh, because they can look at you. They know if they've been in ministry for more than six months, they know there's two sides to every story and take it to them. Don't take it to, you know, your friends and your family. Your mama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just marriage advice tip. Amen. You're so then so, what happened? After I talked to my friend and finished with my stupidity, I went to God. I was still a young <laughs> Christian. I'm still growing and learning. And I went to God and I'm like, Lord, this man you gave me, I don't even know if I want to do this. Look at this. We don't even have a regular house. And now he wants to go and try to kill himself with them cancer sticks. And I can't have a pocketbook. And truth be told, at that day, I didn't care about them cancer sticks. I wanted my pocketbook. So, is this even right? Do I need to be here? Because my mama said that this just, it's not the place that I should be in. I should be in a white house with a picket fence and bushes and trees and ah. And God told me basically to shut up. And he said, he was nice. But he said, did I ordain this marriage? Oh, that's great. Snap. That pretty much shut me up. Yep. Because in all seriousness, when the days were rough, and like I said, that was probably our biggest argument that we've had our entire marriage. Um, we're going on 19 years in May. So that, 
Good job. Doing pretty good. <laughs> but no. Praise God. With that, that argument, with times, other times that were just hard, it was helpful to be able to look back and go, okay, I know this man would not tell me he loved me until he knew it. It took eight months for him to know it. Yeah. He loved me when he told me. I know this man told me he would not even ask me to marry him until he had first gotten the go-ahead from God. And I know this marriage wouldn't be if I didn't have the go-ahead in my heart. Yeah. Because I'd sought to. I'd gotten saved and I was still young, but I went... The great thing about getting saved and being with someone who was raised in it was I kind of jumped straight up faster than inching along. So I knew I needed to go to God um, and ask him. So I had my own peace of heart. So I knew that I knew this marriage was ordained. So I knew that the bad was not God trying to push us away. It was instead the enemy trying to drive us apart. Yeah, in our flesh. Which, right, which made me just want to push in closer to him even more. So when I could fall back on, is this marriage ordained by God? Yes, it is. Then instead of fighting in my yeah. marriage, it drove me to fight for my marriage. Yeah. And there was, there was peace in that. And yeah. it helped the arguments to get over so much faster yeah. when I'd stop and I'd go back to, what do I know? I know God ordained this marriage. So therefore I'm going to fight for it and not in it. It gave us resolve at the yes. moments that we needed it. And, uh, you know, as we're closing out here, we've got a few minutes left, but one of the things that I want to relate is this, is that I, I loved Nicole. I still do today, but it's one of those things where at that moment, when I told her I love her, I meant it. When I got married to her and I told her I do, I meant it. I meant it with all of my heart. I also knew that I had God telling me that this is the woman for you. And that resolve was there. That love was there. But let's face it, what I also still have was flesh. And what she still had was flesh, where we have this flesh desire inside of us that was rising up at mm -hmm. times, telling, you know, you, you, know you, need, you deserve the pocketbook. You deserve the house. Telling mm -hmm. me, you don't deserve that nagging. You know, you're working hard, this kind of thing. You don't deserve that stuff. So our flesh was trying to draw us apart, but God would always keep us together. Yeah. Well, another part of the flesh is, you know, I'm out on the road. I see somebody that looks good. Well, it's for me to say that my flesh didn't see that and recognize that, I would be lying to you. And yeah. I think most people would agree with that. They understand that it's... It's not just the nagging. It's not just the pocketbook. It's not just the house. There's temptations mm -hmm. out there, temptations to want the pocketbook more, temptations to see somebody else like this. And here's what, by having the word of the Lord, I would know. So let's say I'm sitting there and I'm tempted by the way somebody looks or tempted by a connection uh, that you I might have in common with some somebody. Oh, we told a joke and we both laughed or something while we were, I was making a sales call or something like that. Well, that's a temptation over time. It can be. And in that moment, here's what I had. You know, that person that I might be being tempted with, that other lady that might be being moved by some demonic force mm -hmm. to apply temptation. It might be some demonic force. Uh, you know, definitely my flesh trying to reach out to be tempted. Then all of a sudden in that moment, Here's what I had. I've got the lady that God in all his wisdom ordained for me. And then I have this other lady 
who God said nothing about, which meant <laughs> Nicole had words for her. I don't even know who it was, but she got she got a name anyway. <laughs> um, but I had this other lady, whoever whoever it may be, whoever that may be in your life, whatever temptation that is, that temptation doesn't have to be a person. It can be a temptation just to be mad. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That is not ordained. What's ordained is this relationship. To be mad at her is not ordained. To be tempted by somebody else, that's not ordained. That's not what God says is going to work. That's not what God says is going to bring fullness of joy. What God said is going to be, bring fullness of joy in my life is this lady. And when I had that, that resolve helped to keep me. It helped to keep me firm and steady. It helped me uh, when I'd find myself in those situations to be able to talk about her, to talk about my loving wife, to talk about my kids, to talk about God in front of a situation that's trying to tempt me. All of a sudden, it would turn, right? All of a sudden, we would be back on track. And it helped me to give me that resolve that we needed. It gave us both resolve at those moments. You know, and a lot of people, they don't even want to talk about this kind of stuff, but yet they face these temptations every single day. And it's that resolve hearing from the Lord, knowing, knowing that God has called you to be with one person, knowing that you've been called and ordained by God to be in a covenant with one person in your marriage. It gives you a strength and a resolve that is so strong. And I'll go back to what we said earlier. Let's say that uh, you didn't pray that at the beginning. You didn't hear that from God, but you're in it now. Here's what you have in this word. You can see through the whole counsel of the word, God is a covenant God. And as you now turn your marriage, you might not have listened at the beginning, but as you turn your marriage to the word, he will come in and bless that marriage. He will cause it to be what it never could be before because you've turned your heart to him. When you seek him with all your heart, he will be found by you. All of this rests on your relationship and your connection with Jesus Christ. So right now, just pray this with me. Just say, Father, Father, no matter where I've been in my relationship, no matter where I've been in my marriage, no matter where I've been in any relationship in my life, today I give every relationship to you, Father. I know you love me. I know you have my best in your mind. You have my best in your heart. You have good plans. And I ask that they would come to pass. Jesus, your you're the Lord of my life. You're the Lord of my relationships. You're the director. No matter what my flesh no says, what my flesh says I, will follow your lead. I will follow your lead. And I will see your blessing. I will see your victory. Jesus, I believe you died for me. And I believe you took my mess, I believe you took my, mess my, sins, my sins, on you. On you. And when those sins took you to the grave, when those sins took you to the grave, I believe that God brought you back to life. That God brought you back and to life raised you up. And raised you up. And when He raised and you up, He raised you up. He raised me up he with raised you. Me up with you. And now we're seated. Now we're seated in heavenly in places. Heavenly places in Christ. In Christ. Jesus. Jesus. Fill me with Your Holy fill Spirit. Fill me with Your Holy Spirit. 
and empowerment, and empowerment to, live to live with you as Lord. With you as Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that, that connection is strong and it is vibrant and it will lead you to the blessing of God in your life, the blessing in your marriage, the blessing in your relationship, and you can have a holy marriage blessed by God. Thank y'all so much for joining us this week on another episode of Connection. Go to connectionshow.org and see some more. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.